Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I'm Letitia Ringe, your coach, and today we are talking about conscious repair. I'll be teaching you a repair process that you can use when you are getting back together with an ex or when you've had a period of disconnection, conflict, or even a break within your relationship. Most of us approach getting back together or continuing and reconnecting with a partner in a very unconscious way. We just decide to get back together or to pick things back up again, and that's it. When we do it this way, that's when we tend to carry over resentment, and we also tend to cycle the same unconscious ways of relating that got us into the period of breaking up or disconnecting or being in conflict or on a break in the first place. So what we want to do is show up for this reconnection, this recoupling in a very intentional way with our partners. This episode is for you when you and your partner have already made the decision to get back together. It's not going to tell you how to make that decision. Instead, it's going to tell you how to repair the relationship so that you come back together learning from what you both learned through that period of not being together or being disconnected or in conflict, etc. This is really, really, really important because it will allow both of you to up-level your relationship as as well as your own relationships to yourselves as individuals. We always want to be learning from our mistakes, learning from our disconnection, learning from our separation, our conflict. It's truly not a problem that these things happen. Where the problem lies is when we don't reflect enough to learn from those periods. So this repair process is going to help you to clear out the space. It's going to help you to come together stronger and it's going to help you set a very intentional future for your relationship together. Now, I don't know about you, but I was very much influenced in the early adult years of my life by a book called He's Just Not That Into You. Now, the authors are Greg Beinrant, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Sorry, Greg. And Liz Ticello. Again, don't know if I'm pronouncing her surname correctly. Greg and Liz wrote this self-improvement book and I read it pretty early on. I was still in high school, I believe. My mum got me onto the book and I remember actually one of my English assignments that I put in for my final year of school was based on this book. I wrote an installment for a self-help book, which can you believe it now that we all know that I'm a coach and I work on relationships now all these years later, I actually wrote an installment for a self-help book that was based on that book. He's just not that into you. Now, some of you might know the film slash movie, which has the same name. He's just not that into you that came out later. I think that was in 2009. And one of the main messages I learned from that book and then also the film is to always treat yourself as the rule rather than the exception to the rule. So this book went through a whole series of common situations women face with men in heterosexual relationships where he's just not that into you. And one of them was breaking up. So if you break up, the rule is he's just not that into you. Don't hold out on getting back together and just don't get back together 
together with each other. Now, it's very interesting because I then went into a relationship where I did get back together with my ex multiple times, actually, and it was always a terrible idea. In fact, it was so agonizing to leave that relationship. We both wanted to leave it, but we both also couldn't help but keep getting back together. And then we would get back together, but not really be all in. And it was this horrible lack of repair process, right? Which didn't set us up for success. So from that experience and also from the book, the message I took away for myself and that I always applied to anyone in my life who was going through something similar is you just never get back together with exes. And now that I'm a little older, a little wiser, a little more mature, I know that it's not about the what, it's about the why. So it's not about whether you should make a rule around getting back together with an ex or not, it's about why you're choosing to get back together. And I know that there are many, many, many reasons where people will choose to get back together. And those people who do it in a very conscious way and who have done the work to look at why we disconnected, why we were in conflict, and then come back together in a very intentional way with a proper repair process, they often end up having even better relationships than those who have never been through such a situation. So in this work of conscious relationship, one of the things we're doing is really expanding our capacity to meet each other's truth within the relationship and life without reacting to it. And this is a concept we'll be deep into and expanding today in this episode. This is really an advanced practice. It's not for everyone. And if you're someone who feels like you're just not there, then when you're choosing to get back together with someone, if you don't have the ability to do that, then it might not be the right decision for you to get back together with your ex. But there are so many different pieces to consider in terms of whether to actually get back together with an ex or not that I just can't do that subject justice without talking to you on an individual level. So that's why today we're really focused on, okay, you've made the decision. How do we actually get back together in a way that's going to set us up for success and for having an amazing relationship together? So I'm going to take you through five very intentional steps. They're all spoken about here in a very intentional order. So don't try to do it in a different order to what I'm going to give you. And I also recommend that the five steps are either done all on the same day. So you create a very intentional, sacred space to work through the five steps together on the same day, or depending on how many issues there were that drove you apart in the first place, you may want to carry this out over a period of days or even a month. Now, disclaimer though, I highly recommend that whenever you choose to do it, it is done as a priority after you make the decision to get back together. If you drag this out, it's just likely that the resentment and the unconscious ways of relating that got you to breaking up or disconnecting in the first place will just be further entrenched. And what you have together after you've had a period of being apart or disconnected is an opportunity to start new ways of relating, which is really 
new habits that you're creating together. So you want to make sure that you do this very intentionally and you do it as a matter of priority. Otherwise, those old ways are likely to creep back in and then take over again. So you're just not going to set yourself up for success if you delay it. So you really want to prioritize the repair process for your relationship. Do it above everything else in your life because it's only going to create more space and energy for all the other areas of your life later uh, after you've done this process. And it might be something that is completely resolved after that day, or it might be something that's completely resolved after a month. It's definitely worthwhile creating that space so that you don't drag it into what will probably later become many, many months or even years of trying to untangle the unconscious ways of relating that got you there in the first place. And with all of that said, let's now dive into the five steps. So step number one is to begin with your shared intention and appreciation. So this is the conscious repair process. Step one, you're creating a container for this repair process. And the very first step within that container is to begin with your shared intention and appreciation. Now, this is really important because often when we address conflict, between us. And this is either as romantic couples or just anyone you're relating with. Often we put the disagreement between us. So we start there and where that's likely to lead you is to more disconnection. Instead, what we want to do is start with connection. So what we want to begin with, why are we even here? And in your case, when you're coming back together after being apart, you are deciding both of you that you want to get back together. That's your shared intention. That's amazing. So start there. Remember that you're both there because you love each other, because you want to be in romantic partnership with each other. And the way to deepen that intention is to begin with appreciation. So take it in turns and share with each other what you appreciate about each other and what you appreciate about your relationship together. Do this until you don't have anything else to say. And the reason I recommend you do it with that much depth is because it's a repair process. Your disconnection has been front and center for however long the disconnection has been going on. And so we really want to build up the other side of the coin, which is the connection. And that's what basically basking each other in your appreciation of each other and the relationship is going to do. So that's step one. Step two is then to drop the history and connect with an open heart and a relaxed nervous system. This is really, 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 really important. (laughs) And so just dealing with the first piece, dropping the history just for a moment, because what we want to do here is actually just get your bodies to be relaxed around each other rather than triggered. What we want to do is have you both connecting to your heart rather than to your mind and all the logic and the overwhelm and the confusion and the problems, etc., etc. We want to get you both feeling your own hearts and feeling each other's hearts and then connecting on that level. And to do that, to get there, we have to drop the history. Your mind and even your body will want to keep 
talking about the history and the emotions that that history that you've translated in your mind, they'll all be stored in your body. So there's likely to be a lot of tension in the body as you meet together, as you sit here and talk about the disconnection and then come to a place of resolution. So instead, what we want to do is start to Build a relaxed nervous system and connect with an open heart as you go into clearing the disconnection together. So make an agreement to drop the history just for this moment and take a moment without speaking, without thinking to sit, face each other perhaps, or you can stand up and face each other and connect with your own heart's Once you can both feel that you're both connected to your own hearts, then feel into each other's hearts. Feel that energy. It's like you're creating a energetic frequency together, right? Which is what will then hold the clearing and release that's going to come. So connect with your own hearts and connect with each other's hearts and relax your nervous systems. So the way that you do that is primarily through the breath. You want to be breathing in slowly and breathing out slowly. I enjoy simply a four-part breath cycle, breathe in for four, breathe out for four. You can even breathe in for four, hold it for four, breathe out for four, hold it for four. You can make the breath cycle longer if you like, but I would say a minimum of four counts in and four counts out. And you just want to sit there and you can close your eyes and connect with how it feels to connect with your heart and then to feel each other's hearts. Or you can even open your eyes as you do this and look into each other's eyes. You can even put a hand on each other's hearts and then one on your own perhaps as you do this. That's really beautiful to bring in a physical gesture when you're working with relaxing the nervous system because when you're relaxed, you're probably going to do things like put your hand over your heart. It's kind of like holding yourself, right? But when you're not relaxed, you're not thinking about your body. You're just all up in your head. Uh, You're contracted. You're not doing relaxing things for the body. So a very simple way to start relaxing the nervous system is to bring in the breath and slow your breathing down and also use physical gestures that also relax the body. It's even better when you're able to do this for each other because it's showing both of your nervous systems almost, hey, I come in peace. So see how here, again, we're connecting, but now we're connecting on a physical level, an emotional level, and an energetic level. So anytime the mind wants to come in with a history, or even the body wants to come in with contracting and the fear, what we're doing is breathing through that to open and relax the body and connect with that heart. Step three is then to hold unconditional space for each other, for clearing and release, and for validating and empathizing with each other. This is a next level advanced step. (laughs) This is where our ability to be with each other's truth without reacting to it and expanding our capacities to do that comes into play because typically the way we've been programmed as humans is that we will only hear certain truths and we hold everything that seems to be a truth as that's their truth forever. Where what 
really happens is we will have a truth in this moment that just needs to be expressed without being reacted to by ourselves or by the person we're sharing it with. And that expression without reaction allows a deeper truth to be revealed. This is one of the most healing practices you can do. And it's what I personally see as one of the primary uh, values of a relationship together, being able to hold this space for each other. I will link in the show notes to this episode, the episode that I did on the topic of expanding your capacity, as you might like to listen to that to help you with this step. So what we're doing here is first recognizing that we're holding unconditional space. What that means is you and your partner both agree that you're not going to hold each other to anything that comes up at this step. It's unconditional space, unconditional love. I'll also link the episode I did about unconditional love. And you're, you're simply witnessing each other, hearing each other without responding. That's the first step. So you can take this in turns. You might want to do a clearing and release one at a time, or you might want to do all your clearing and release. One person does it, and then the other person does that after. So what I mean here is you could say, I, I want to share on this particular subject and then the other person shares on a subject and then you keep doing that until you're both finished. Or you might have one person share everything that they want to clear and release and then the other person do everything that they want to clear and release. doesn't matter. Just choose whichever feels most natural for you both. So what you'll be doing is sharing how you felt sharing anything that you feel angry about, sad about, resentful about, anything that really hurt you. And the best way to do this is to really use I statements. I felt X when X happened, right? And without projecting it onto the other partner, you make me feel this way, you're horrible, like avoid all of that you and projecting language and instead take full ownership for your experience. I felt really hurt when we broke up. I felt really sad when you wouldn't speak to me. I felt betrayed when such and such happened. So share as a way to release anything that you're feeling hurt over about the relationship. And then the other person just simply holds you in that loving, unconditional space, witnessing you. After you've finished sharing, the other person, your partner, then will validate and empathize with you. They'll say, that must have felt really whatever emotion it is that you think your partner is feeling right now uh, when that happened, right? You want to see what is the truth in what my partner is saying. You want to honor them. So imagine that everything your partner says is something that you can acknowledge as being true for them right? This is ninja level stuff (laughs) because typically when someone's sharing, especially our partner about what they're hurt about in relation to our relationship and way of relating, we take that personally because we're like, well, that's about me. But you want to recognize that their experience is also about them. And there are so many different truths that can exist at the one time. So they may have been hurt by something that was said or done, but they also might in another moment, have been uh, really supported by something else you've done, right? And maybe this thing that was really hurtful was actually what was needed 
to uh, to meet each other's truth in that moment. So you're holding unconditional space. You're witnessing each other and then you're relating with them. You're seeing how you can understand how they felt and why they would have felt that way. And so you reflect that back at, at them. This is incredibly healing because often we don't get that acknowledgement from the people in our lives who we feel have hurt us. And what we all need as individuals is often just the space where we can express what has hurt us and then acknowledgement of what we've just shared. That's all we want. Once you get that, the space is clear. You are both able to move forward without that baggage on your backs. So that's what the third step is about. Step number four is then to come together to face the issues that have been raised. So typically when there's been a breakup or a period of disconnection, you both have put the area or issue or challenge or conflict between you. So you've said like, okay, there's us as individuals and then between us is this conflict and we're on either side of it right? What you want to do is come together as partners with the issue outside of your partnership. How can we overcome this together? So face the issues together and come up with ways that you can overcome that particular conflict or challenge together, especially the next time those issues come up together. Come up with some strategies, come up with some commitments about the way you're going to face this or what you can do to face that particular situation in a more intentional and connective place. And then step number five is to then set intentions for the next chapter of your relationship and to step into full conscious commitment together. So what this looks like is coming up with a list of intentions for your relationship. What do you both want to create together? How do you want to feel? And what is your vision for your future together? You want to create a set of intentions together so that you can both use your conscious manifestation powers to create that. And I recommend that in this step five, that you also both come into conscious commitment together. I'll link the episode I've done about conscious commitment so that you have that as a resource as well. But in summary, conscious commitment is really recognizing that you need to consciously commit to what you want to create. Otherwise, what you're unconsciously committed to is what you continue to create. And what you're unconsciously committed to is your life exactly as it is. So on some level, both you and your partner were committed to not being together. You were committed to being disconnected. You're committed now as well to getting back together, but are you truly committed to creating the healthy, thriving, stable, secure, inspiring, motivating, satisfying, fulfilling relationship that allows both of you to show up as the best versions of yourself as you move forward. Chances are you're not consciously committed to that yet. And that is what you both want to come together to step into here. You have an opportunity to use your ability to consciously create together here and now. So decide what are we creating together and then agree on that and step forward with conscious commitment. So my beautiful friends, that is the five-step process that I've come up with to support those of you who are repairing a relationship after there's been a separation or a period of disconnection or conflict. These five steps are so important and they will get both your body, mind and soul on board 
for the relationship, the new phase of your relationship that you're both stepping into. And if previously you've been in relationship together, but it certainly hasn't been a conscious approach to your relationship, this is a beautiful way to now renew your relationship as a conscious relationship together. And that is something I really, really love to support couples to do. And I congratulate both of you for coming together and being willing to be intentional about what you create in this next season of your life and relationships. So my beautiful friends, if you would like support with your conscious repair process or you'd love support in creating a thriving conscious romantic relationship, whether you're single, whether you're healing a broken heart right now, whether you're dating right now, whether you have just entered into a new relationship or whether you're elevating a current relationship you're in right now or even uncoupling, I invite you into my conscious relationship coaching program. I work with individuals and couples supporting them one-to-one to create a thriving romantic relationship from wherever they are right now. Setting yourself up with the tools to create a conscious, thriving romantic relationship supports not only your romantic relationship, but also every aspect of your life. Because when you're in a stable, secure, and satisfying relationship, it creates energy for you, which allows you to go out into the world and create more connections connections, be more creative, show up with purpose. It truly is one of the most important areas of your life. And in fact, I would say it's the most important. So if you're willing to prioritize your relationship and your romantic life right now, and you know you want coaching to support you with that because you understand that it can be very difficult to grow in this area and to see your blind spots. And so you'd love that space held for you on a regular basis as you step into conscious relationship. I'd love to invite you into my one-to-one coaching program. You can head to latisharinch.com forward slash coaching. All you need to do is follow the links there to apply, submit your application. And if it looks like you are a great fit for the program, I'll invite you first to a free coaching call with me so that you can experience coaching with me. And we can also get some clarity around what it is you really want to create and where you are and what the path forward would look like for you. This is really important to me to do this so that I can make sure that I am the right person to support you and also so you can experience coaching with me and know what it is you'd be signing up for if we were to work together. So once again, you can head to latisharinch.com forward slash coaching. And I also want to let you know that my prices will be increasing quite significantly come September. So if this is something that you are interested in, now is the final opportunity to get in before those prices increase. So make sure you submit your application today and I look forward to meeting you. All right, my beautiful friends, I will see you in our next episode. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and I appreciate you so much. If you would like support one-to-one as you up-level your life, business, or relationships in a conscious, intentional, and love-focused way, then head to letitiaringe.com forward slash coaching. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye. <music>